Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. The Poor Night, a fantasy musical podcast suitable for all ages, brought to you by Fool and Scholar Productions. Follow Nathaniel the Poor Knight and the friends he meets along his journey as he's bitten by a wereman and must break the curse before the full moon. Listen to The Poor Knight wherever you get your podcasts or learn more at foolandscholar.com. Hello again, Story Club members. I'm Ivy, your ghostly host with the most and keeper of the strangest, spookiest tales on Earth. Today is another Ivy's chilling tale. This hair-raising tale, Story Club members, might make you have a new appreciation for our feline friends. It's one I call Curse of the Werecat. I can hear the dogs barking in the distance. Yeah, I've put some distance between me and them, but they're forever on my trail. I can't seem to get a break. Coming to a cool stream, I hunker down and lap up the water with my tongue. The icy water feels incredible on my dry, parched throat. So, my name is Olivia Reed, and I'm a werecat. Right now, I'm being hunted by an angry mob. Yeah, I know, we all have our problems. But the thing is, is that I wasn't always a werecat. I used to be a carefree fifth grader who barely went outside. I'd camp under my covers with a book and be carried off to faraway lands without ever having to leave home. Then, one night, when I was walking home from my bus stop, I was jumped by an impossibly fast and powerful thing. I was on the ground, bitten before I even knew what had hit me. And then, my assailant stared into my green eyes with its fierce yellow ones. It was a big cat of some kind. At first, I thought it was a panther or jaguar that might have escaped from the zoo, or maybe a mountain lion had roamed down from the wooded mountains near our town. But no, this wasn't like any cat I'd ever seen. It almost had human-like features in its face, but it was clearly feline. It was dark-furred and sleek as the night. I know the animal could have killed me and eaten me right there if it wanted to, but it didn't. It just slunk off into the trees of the nearby park and was gone. Not long after that, I started changing into a cat. At first, I couldn't control it. It would most likely happen at night when I was alone, thankfully. But one time, it happened when I was in Mr. Zerba's homeroom at school. After excusing myself from class, I ended up climbing out of the bathroom window and running home. I got in serious trouble for ditching school, but I made up an excuse that I wasn't feeling well, which wasn't far from the truth. I then looked up werecats online. Mostly all I found were rumors and myths that a pride of werecats lived among humans. Guess I found out that that's actually a fact. And I'm one of them now. I've now found that I can shapeshift into this werecat anytime the mood strikes me. Most of the time, I'm still the same old Olivia Reed. But sometimes, usually at certain times of the month, the cat within me needs to escape. 
so I have to go out to the woods and cat out, as I call it. Just be in nature. Sometimes I'll hunt a rabbit or track a deer, as that's what the cat within wants, which is weird because I'm actually a vegetarian. But the cat, when I am the cat, well, that all changes. So this one Saturday in early September, I thought it'd be safe for me to cat out. But what I didn't realize is that deer hunting season had begun. So the hills were alive with the sounds of gunshots and hunters trying to bag their buck of the season. A group of about five hunters who had several bloodhounds with them were camped close to where I was catting around. We accidentally ran into each other. They started shooting at me. They were scared of me, apparently, but I'm certain that I was more terrified of them. Normally, that's where I would have changed back into Olivia Reed and slipped back into my fresh set of clothes that I kept stashed. But for some reason, when anxiety or menace threatens me when I'm a cat, I can't change back easily. I think that's the part of the built-in fight-or-flight response of this supernatural feline curse. So now I'm running for my life. Coming to the stream and slaking my thirst, I get an idea. There's a tree that has a long branch over the stream. If I scale the tree, climb over on the branch, and leap onto the other side of the stream, the bloodhounds on my trail will likely lose my scent at the stream's edge. I do just that, scaling the dying elm tree, which is a cinch when you're a five-foot-long cat, and then I cross onto the long branch, except it snaps before I can leap off it. Apparently, it was brittle. So, down into the swirling stream I go. I clutch onto the branch with my claws and ride it down, the current sweeping me along, rocks thrashing me. I guess I got away from the dogs and the hunters, but now I'm gonna drown. You can definitely say, out of the frying pan and into the microwave oven. There's a roar up ahead, a waterfall. If I don't get out of the stream, I'll go over and be dashed on the rocks below. Well, at least then I wouldn't have to worry about hunters or drowning because I'll be smashed, but I kind of don't want that either. I scramble to the shore, leaving my life preserver branch behind and swim for it. But as I do, there's another group of deer hunters on the bank. They raise their rifles and start cracking shots at me. No fair and not very sporting. (sighs) So I guess I have to take my chances over the rushing waterfall. And over I tumble, feeling weightless. The only thing I can do now is hope that I don't land on the rocks too hard. As a cat, I always land on my feet, and so that's what I do. I strike the rocks below with my paws, leap, roll, and then I'm back in the water again. Downstream, where the current isn't as strong, I manage to crawl to shore. Since I'm far away from my clothes, I'm gonna have to stalk back to town as a cat after nightfall. I know it sounds really amazing being a supernatural creature, but let me tell ya, being a werecat isn't exactly something to meow about. Ugh, poor Olivia Reed. I hope she gets home safely and shapeshifts back into her human self. I guess since she's been spotted by the public, the werecat's out of the bag now, am I right? You know what else is out of the bag now, beloved listeners? The Posey Flynn Sings soundtrack. Oh my goodness, I cannot get it out of my head. It is amazing. I love all the shows on the Go Could Go network, but their newest podcast, Posey Flynn Sings, is seriously not to be missed. Check out Posey Flynn Sings on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And join me in becoming absolutely obsessed with this podcast and these tunes. 
And come back tomorrow for another episode, because every Story Club member needs a little scare every day. Ivy out. Go, kid, go. Do you like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you. And the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts. 